Good morning, Southern Gateway Church. Welcome to, to worship this morning. And uh, just as before we go into a time of worship, just to felt that story of Peter walking on water. And uh, when Peter was walking on water and he saw Jesus, um, it wasn't the storm that made him sink. Um, it was when he took off his eyes of Jesus. And so in this time, even in this worship that we that the, we don't allow the storm to make us sink, but it's rather that our eyes have come off Jesus. And just to refocus our eyes on Jesus and not on the storm. And uh, just as we're going through the different, uh, the, this new series of, of breakthrough, um, I felt to sing a song, it's called Egypt. It's a new song by, um, I can't remember his name, Corey Asbury. And uh, just about God taking us out of Egypt into our promised land. And, and I really trust that God in this time, just to prepare our hearts and uh, that we find just incredible breakthrough in our lives. And if you hear this this morning and just trusting for breakthrough in, in any area of your life, that we fix our eyes on Jesus. We fix our eyes on Jesus. So let's just quiet in our hearts and it's probably difficult if you have kids and stuff like that but just in the best way you can God knows our hearts just to quiet in our hearts right now just to fix our eyes on Him Father we fix our eyes on You the author and the perfecter of our faith Lord it's not the storm that's makes us sink, Father. It's our eyes that have been taken off of you. Sometimes a storm causes us for our eyes to sink and to move away from you. We just fix our eyes on you. We pray for breakthrough, Lord, as we worship together, as you lead us out of Egypt into our promised land. that you're with us. I won't forget the wonders of how you brought deliverance the exodus of my heart you found me you freed me Held back the waters from my release, oh Yahweh. You're the God who fights for me, Lord of every victory, hallelujah, hallelujah. You have torn apart the sea, you have led me through the deep, hallelujah. A cloud by day is a sign that you are with me. A fire by night is guiding light to my feet. You found me, you free me, held back the waters for my release. Oh Yahweh, let's sing it out. You're the God. You're the God who fights for me, Lord of every victory, hallelujah, hallelujah. You have torn apart the sea, you have led me through the deep, hallelujah, hallelujah. You're the God, you're the God who fights for me. Lord of every victory, hallelujah, hallelujah. You have torn apart the sea, you have led me through the deep, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. 
slipped into my Egypt and you took me by the hand and you marched me out in freedom into the promised land. Now I will not forget you, God. I sing of all you've done. Death is swallowed up forever by the fury of your love. You stepped into my Egypt and you took me by the hand. You marched me out of freedom into the promised land. Now I will not forget you, God. I sing of all you've done. Death is swallowed up forever by the fury of your love. You're the God who fights for me, Lord of every victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're the torn apart the sea. You have led me through the sing of all you've done. Death is swallowed up forever by the fury of your love. So you're the God who fights for me, Lord of every victory. Hallelujah. You've told, you have torn apart the sea. Have led me through the deep. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. You stepped into my Egypt and you took me by the hand. You march me out in freedom into the promised land. Now I will not forget you, God. I'll sing of all you've done. Death is swallowed up forever by the fury of your love. Sing it again. You're the God who fights for me, Lord of every victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have torn apart the sea. You have led me through the deep. Hallelujah. that I face You're stronger than the power of the grave Constant in the trial and the change It's one thing Remain It's one thing Just join together, you know the words. Your love never fails and never gives up, never runs out on me. Your love never fails and never gives up, never runs out on me. Your love never fails and never gives up, never runs out on me. Your love. i 
never ever have to be afraid It's one thing Dreaming It's one thing Dreaming Your love never fails It never gives up Never runs out on me Your love never fails It never gives up Never runs out on me. Your love never fails and never gives up. Never runs out on me. Fears release. 
precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed my chains are gone I've been set free my God my Savior has ransomed me like a flood, His mercy reigns, a ending love, amazing grace. The Lord, the Lord has promised good to me is worth my hope secure he will my shield and portion be as long as life endures my chain my chains are gone I've been set free my God, my Savior, has ransomed me. And like a flood, His mercy reigns. Unending love, amazing grace. shall soon dissolve like snow. The sun forbear to shine. But God who called me here below will be forever mine. Let's just sing it again. The earth shall soon dissolve like stone the sun forbear to shine the God who calls me here below will be forever mine you'll be forever is sufficient, Lord. Your grace is sufficient, Lord. You are sufficient, Lord. We just want to break through, Father. Break through into the enemy's lines, Father. We want to be like Joshua, Father. That we are strong and courageous, Lord. this morning 
flood our lives, flood our hearts, flood our fears, our weakness. I pray your aroma of grace, Lord. As our eyes are closed, as our, our hearts are in worship, I pray for your, your grace to reign. Paul, thank you for the great worship. Thanks for leading us into God's presence. And uh, we hand now over to Nick, who's going to give us a couple of practical handles how to how to actually walk out this thing of taking hold of our inheritance. Over to you, Nick. The Book of Joshua. Let's back up and remember the story so far. So God chose Abraham, and then his family became the people of Israel, who are then enslaved down in Egypt. And so through Moses, God rescued Israel out of Egypt. He made a covenant with them at Mount Sinai, and he brought them through the wilderness. So Israel then camped outside the promised land, and Moses called them to obey God's commands so that they could show all the other nations what God is like. The book of Joshua picks up right after Moses has died and Israel's ready to enter the land. Morning, everyone. Thanks, Wayne. Thanks, Paul. Uh, we certainly are living in fluid times and you know, really have to be flexible. So you know, I just want to introduce a new beatitude um, and it's not in the Bible, it's kind of a camel beatitude, but it goes like this, that blessed are the flexible for they shall never break. So thanks for, thanks for being flexible and during this time. We're certainly bouncing back. We thought we'd be at the school and now we're back, back at home and we'll see what happens next week. Um, I know Wayne has introduced what we're going to be, where we're heading for the next series. So I'm going to jump straight into it. And I'm starting in Joshua chapter 1. I'm going to look at verses 1 to 9. I don't have time really to read it. Um, 
but there, there are two things that spring, spring out of it to me that I'd like to just emphasize this morning. And the first is um, where God says to Joshua, arise. And the second one is he says to Joshua, be strong and, and courageous. And you know, I'm trusting in the time that I have, um, I, we'll kind of get something of why it's important to be to live courageously, why we can live, be courageous, and how we can um, how, can, how we can live courageously. So Joshua one one to two, um, it says there that after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over the Jordan, you and all the people, into the land that I'm giving you, to the people of Israel. And so you've got to imagine Joshua standing there and where he's standing, the context, there's a, there's a flooding river in front of them. Over the river, there are giants, they're hostile people, they're fortified cities, but they're also the promises of God. And you know, sometimes we look so much at the the mountains and the problems, but we we lose sight of the of the promises of God. And uh, you know that the promises of God contain the power of God to produce the promises of God if we believe and act on those promises that can be ours. And, but I believe to do so calls, calls for courage. And so we see Joshua was Moses's, Moses's assistant and Joshua had a full big shoes. Just to go back into, into Deuteronomy, and it speaks of Joshua, of, of Moses, and what a kind of a person he was. He says there's never been a prophet like Moses. Uh, Moses used to meet up with God face to face, and Moses did miracles that, um, and mighty deeds. Just think of when he went before Pharaoh and the, the ten plagues and, and the crossing of the Red Sea, and he's kind of so, yes, yes. Joshua, and God saying to Joshua, Joshua, arise, Moses is dead. You've got big, big shoes to fill. And I'm sure Joshua must have thought, well, am, am I good enough? When he compared, uh, if he did compare himself to Moses, he might have been intimidated, overwhelmed. But uh, one thing I'd, I know for sure, if we're not daunted by the call of God, then we can rest assured that actually God's, God's not really in it because when God calls, His, his ways are always higher. He's, it's always more, it's always above us that we've always got to run to Him and only together with Him can we, can we achieve anything. Um, but as we go with Him, we can achieve uh, much. And so when God looks at Joshua, uh, he looks at Joshua and says to Joshua, he looks at you and he says to you, he looks at me, he looks at us, and he says to us, you are enough, you are enough with me. You are enough with me. But he also says, you go back into Deuteronomy and you just look around there and God says, you know, when, when I bring you into the land, the promised land, don't think it's because of your righteousness or anything that's good in you. I'm doing this because of the promises that I gave to your forefathers. And we know that those promises have now been fulfilled in, in Jesus in going to the cross for us. And, and he's doing it because of, because of Jesus and not because of our righteousness, but the righteousness that we find in Christ that's been imputed to us. And uh, so the question is, where God says, well, I think you are good enough with me. Uh, the question we need to say is, well, is God good enough for, for us? Um, so Joshua used to be, he used to play kind of second, Second position, he was assistant to Moses. Uh, and I'm sure he must have kind of hidden in Moses' shadow. And even at times, slipstreamed. You know, you get a corporate anointing, you get an individual anointing, 
And sometimes it's easy to ride in the corporate anointing, but there are times that we need to, like the cyclists, we need to kind of step up and we take, we take point, point position. And I believe that God is saying to each one of us, you know, now, now rise up uh, to what I've called you to be. Rise up what I've prepared you to be. And uh, yeah, so um, you think of uh, Joshua, he, he was assistant and just something to, to think about that actually he, he served Moses' vision all those years and he was faithful in serving that vision and now came his time where God said okay now um, um, now's your time and we just need to be faithful in, in serving and co-laboring with, with others in Psalm 68 1 it says there God shall arise his enemies shall be scattered and those who hate him shall flee before him God shall arise well, what about us I don't think we sit on the sidelines at, at all um, you know, Christianity is it's not a spectator not a spectator sport um, I believe that when we arise, arise God arises when we arise in prayer God arises when we uh, arise in battle formation God arises as a battle, the, the, the warrior king and fights, fights on our behalf um, when, we, when we lay hands on the sick God heals the sick um, so we, we need to arise and we and uh, walk out the land. Um, when, we, when we arise in faith, heaven moves in our workplaces and you just you, wherever we are. Uh, listen to the passage it says in uh, uh, Joshua 1 in 2 to 3. It says, Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people into the land that I'm giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place where the sole of your feet will tread, I have given to you, as I promised to Moses. So we can see there, both in the same breath, God says, I am giving, I have given. And we need to know that with Christ going to the cross, uh, everything has been done. He, he, he has given in a sense, but on the other side, it's only when... We place our feet everywhere our feet shall tread. He says, I have given you. And so we, we need to take possession and we need, to, we need to appropriate that which Christ has done for us. Otherwise, it just stays kind of in, in the kitty over there that it's, it's the thing that could have been ours but never was ours. We need to go in and we need to take it and make it our own. It's, and, and faith is the title deed to that. And we need to be courageous people to go and and take hold of that which Christ has taken hold of us. Scriptures say we to work out our salvation with uh, fear and trembling. We to work out the, the purposes of God, um, the, the extensions of our salvation. It's not just getting to heaven, but God has called us for a purpose here on earth. earth. And we to work out those, those purposes. And... Uh, and God says, as I was with Moses, so I'll be with you. And then the terms and conditions haven't, haven't changed. It's, uh, it's just different people. And, uh, and we need to take courage in that. And he says, you know, so Moses was a great guy. But we've got, we can be just, just as great as, as Moses was. Isaiah 52, 1-2, it says, Awake, awake, put on your strength, O Zion. Put on your beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city. For there shall no more come into you the uncircumcised and the unclean. Shake yourself from the dust and arise. Be seated, O Jerusalem. Loose the bonds from your neck, O captive daughter of Zion. Isaiah 60, 1-3. Likewise says, Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the, the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and thick darkness of peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you, and nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. I think those are two, two beautiful scriptures, and uh, that we to put on our strength and our beautiful garments, and we to take our, our heavenly place. Um, and see, rising is not just standing up on our feet, you know, we can be standing. But yet we haven't risen. And risen is actually something on the inside. We, 
we, we, we seated, we seated with God in, in, in heavenly places. And from those places, we're able to walk out our, our purposes and our call here, here on earth. Um, yeah, just shaking off the dust. And, um, it's, and yeah, just like that where it says, you know, the, your light has come and the glory, the weight of the Lord has risen upon you. He's, you know, the, that glory is the, the splendor of God and our kings will come to it. That when the church rises up, um, yeah, they, the, the, the splendor and the glory, the weight of the church. Where many people might look at the church today as lightweight, but the church will be a heavyweight and box in the, 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 the <laughs> heavyweight uh, division. That's, that's where we belong. And uh, yeah. So God says to us, I believe, to each one of us, just where we are. And what we're going through, and uh, you know, I think we said last last week, and it's not not a time to be sitting, but it's a time to be to be rising. And God's saying, "Arise now, now! Not don't wait for next year. Now's the time." And the second thing, uh, just want to emphasize here: yeah, God says to Joshua, "Be be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and very courageous. Do do not be intimidated." Do not be disillusioned or discouraged. Um, and it's easy to become that in, in the world today. And alarmed at what's, what's going on and perturbed and, and all of that. And if we're going to take up what is rightfully ours in Christ, we've we got to be a courageous, a courageous people. And it's interesting where Joshua, as I uh, was reading last week, where, where God had said to um, Moses, when you enter into the, prom- into, into the promised land that I am giving you, you will meet seven nations uh, more mighty and numerous than, than you. And he goes on to list the nations. And one of the first nations that he lists is uh, the, the Hittites. And actually the word Hittites, the kind of spiritual meaning behind that is uh, those that cause terror, fear, and um, and confusion and we know when you get all fearful and you, we get all muddled up in our head and we don't think straight and we do all the run around kind of madly um, and but you know we haven't we haven't been given a spirit of spirit of fear um, but we, we we need to be a courageous people and you want to ask yourself well can i be afraid and have courage or i want to say well you can't have courage if you're not afraid, because courage is the very thing that conquers fear. Um, as Nelson Mandela, our well-known statesman, um, quoted, yeah, and he said, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. Pierce Anthony says, being, being terrified, we're going ahead and doing what must be done. That's courage. The one who feels no fear is a fool. And the one who lets fear rule him is a coward. Um, so we need, we need courage in many levels. And I think we, we, we all understand that. We understand that well. Uh, we need courage to follow our dreams. Moses, uh, uh, Joshua, the... The promised land was in front of him, a flooding river. He put his foot in the river. He needed courage to put his foot into the river. Um, and we need to ask ourselves, you know, what, what's the obstacle? What's the excuse, the thing that stands between me and, and the dream, the passion that I, I, want, to, um, I want to follow? Uh, I like the way that Paul describes it in his life, maybe his kind of motto or his conviction, I, I suppose, really. He's... he's is a theological understanding. And we need to have a good theological understanding to, to be able to be strong and courageous. Um, but in, in, uh, in um, I think it's in Philippians, he says, you know, for me, to, for, 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 me to, for me to live is fruitful labor, uh, but to die is gain. And, you know, if one could live with that, where if you had to kind of summarize that is, you know, there's nothing to lose, there's only everything to gain. If I stay here on earth, it's for your good. If I go, it's, it's better than I'm with, I'm with the Lord. And I think if we're in a place like that, um, um, we can only but be courage. As we see in Paul's life, he's shipwrecked and he goes through all the stuff and imprisonment and, and he, he runs his race right through to the end. 
against in much persecution and, and, and danger. And he's able to say at the end of his life, I've run the race, I've finished the fight, and now waits for me the crown, the crown of glory. We need, uh, we need courage to stand up for what is right. And uh, yeah, we just think of Peter, Peter and John, how they stood up and you know, they were meant to be silent. They said, no, we cannot keep silent. But where did they go? They went and they prayed and they, uh, <laughs> the Holy Spirit came upon them and they received boldness and uh, just to preach, preach the word of God. And the men around about them said, look, I can see that you've been with Jesus. And uh, because they saw, because they saw their, their courage. Um, yeah, we need courage to persevere in the face of adversity. Uh, yeah, I was just speaking to just a friend of ours the other morning. She came here, she's just sharing and saying, look, I've, I've got one of the greatest moms. And I was kind of going to listen to, okay, well, let's, let's hear about your mom. And I thought, I've got, you know, the greatest mom. And then uh, she kind of goes on and says, well, you know, my mom's had cancer for 10 years. Uh, she's been in and out of hospital, chemo, radiation, chemo, then she had a heart attack, then she had a stroke, and then just getting, ready, getting better off that, now she's got cancer again. And, and how she's just bravely come, come through that. And someone actually said, well, wouldn't you have wished for something else? And you must have had a hard life. And he said, I, I wouldn't have taken anything, anything other, because that very thing has fashioned who, who I am today. And it's only a brave person, a courageous person can come through something, something like that. Uh, we need to persevere in the, faith, the face of adversity. The quote from Marianne Rodmacher says, Courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes courage is a little voice at the end of the day that says, I'll try again tomorrow. You might have messed up today. You might feel kind of unraveled today. But tomorrow when we get up, courage says, I'm going to go again. We know like with Elijah, he found himself in the cave and he was disillusioned, discouraged, and how God came past and the still quiet voice called him out and he went, and he went back. Yeah, so we need, we need courage in, in many, many levels to expand our new horizons, to trust again when it hurts, to, to face the truth, to bring freedom. You know, sometimes, um, you know, just the courage to, to endure sharp pain of self-discovery, that to, to, to face up to those, those things in our lives and then rather to live unconsciously with, with, with something in our, in our life for the, rest, for the rest of our life, that we don't face up to something, deal with it and find the freedom and the joy and, and the spacious place. We just choose to live. Um, we, we live in that place which is not the promised land that God, God said. So, why, why can we be courageous? Well, Christianity was birthed with great courage. We just think of our Lord when he was walking with the disciples. We've got the account in Matthew, Matthew 10, and they're walking on the road, and uh, others were following. They said uh, they, they were afraid. And verse, 30, verse 33, he says, See, we're going to, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and deliver him over to the Gentiles. And they will mock him and spit on him and flog him and kill him. And after the third day, he will arise. You see, when Jesus turned to the cross, he, he knew it was coming up. Um, and, but yet he, he chose, he stood up and he walked, towards, he walked towards the cross and he knew the horrific death that he was going to face. And, but yet he still went through. And, um, and today he, he is risen. And because that he, like him, he, he is risen, we can rise. Uh, when we surrender our lives to Christ, it says that we, we die to self and uh, uh, we, we receive Christ. And actually, uh, uh, Paul teaches us that 
um, it is no longer I that lives, but that Christ that lives in me. So we can say that actually it's the brave, it's the one who went to the cross, the brave one who went to the cross that, that lives in me. So because Jesus is brave and through his bravery, I can be brave because he is in me. I have him. And we just need to make, we need to make space in our lives for him. Um, and yeah, we need to be with Jesus. We need to be with uh, Jesus' followers, those that, uh, those that love Jesus. It says a man of courage is also full of faith. And so we need to be in the company of people that, that are of faith, because where the people of faith are, there you, you, will find, you will find courage. Take a coal out of the fire, soon grows cold. And when we're part of a faith community, in community, um, yeah, it, it adds courage. And uh, even more so during this time when we, in a sense, we separated. It's one of the things I miss, just being with the body and, and the encouragement and the faith stories and the, and the, the worshipping together and, and the standing strong in the faith. And it, it, it just it instills courage wherever you are. But as soon as you're on your own, it's, that's when the doubts and the fears and all, all the things can come and mess, mess with our head. Um, so yeah, we, I'm just praying for us all during this time that, uh, that we would not lose courage, we would not lose faith, but, but, but stand strong and, and be courageous as we, as we go through this, um, uh, this crazy time. Um, so, but as, as believers, we've, we've got the Spirit of God. And uh, you know, God says that we've not been given a spirit of, uh, of timidity, but a, but a spirit of power, uh, love, and a, and a sound mind. And that word power is, is dunamis, it's like dynamite. We've been given dynamite. We've been given uh, love is agape, un unconditional love. And uh, a sound mind is a, a, a disciplined mind. It's not a mind that is, is all scattered, that like the Hittites that come and bring confusion. But it's, God's given us a mind that we can pull things together and we can focus and we can be purposeful and, and, and channel them into God's purposes uh, in, a, in a powerful and, and effective, effective way. It's a dunamis that gives us boldness to witness and it's, it's uh, to preach the word of God. And it's a dunamis that enables us to do the immeasurably more. It's a dunamis that, that graces us with uh, the, 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 the manifestation of the... Um, the gifts of the Spirit that it ought to help us and it witnesses to us as being sons and daughters. Agape tells us that we are unconditionally loved, that we are sons and daughters. And I don't know about you, but that instills faith in me. And I trust it instills faith in, in, in all of us. Um, yeah, where God would say, like he said to his son um, at his baptism, this is my son in whom I'm, I'm well pleased. And we need to hear those words. And I think when you hear those words, faith rises up, courage rises up. And uh, we know that we, we have a dad, we have a God that is, that is backing us, that is for us, and wants the best for us. And, uh, you know, you read in Revelations, and again, the encouragement comes there, you know, to, those, to him who overcomes, that we, we to be those, we to be the overcomers and uh, um, to, to take what is rightfully ours. And I'm trusting that for us as we, as we work through the book of Joshua, let us break through the enemy lines. Let us uh, lay hold of those promises that, that God has, has for us. So I think my time is up. Um, so I want to leave us just with those two things that, that yeah, let's, let's rise up and um, in every area, you know, and, and let's, let's be strong and courageous and uh, let, let's allow Christ to live through us. So I wonder if we could just pray. Father, I, I thank you, Lord, for each and every person, Lord, and I thank you for your grace. I thank you, Lord, for walking straight towards the cross, not diverting, knowing, Lord, what lay ahead, Lord, that you were the brave one, Lord, that you conquered your fears, Lord, and because of that, Lord, I know that with you and me, I can conquer, we can conquer our fears 
that we can be victorious, Lord, and we can cross rivers, we can, we can slay giants, we can uh, lay bare fortified cities, Lord, and clear the land, Lord, and which you've marked so clearly marked out for each one of us. So, Father, I pray, Lord, Holy Spirit, that you would come upon each one of us, you would wash over us, Lord, our emotions, Lord, you would come and give each one of us boldness, Lord, to, to make those stands, Lord, to, to follow those dreams, Lord, to um, yeah, speak those words, Lord, in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you'd give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation, that we'd know you, um, Lord, that the glorious inheritance, Lord, the hope, um, and that incredible power, Lord, which is made available to each one of us, Lord. May we do immeasurably more, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you would just come right now and blow upon each coal, every coal, Lord, that you would flame us, Lord, and encourage us, Lord, with, um, in Jesus' name. I pray, amen. Thanks, guys. Uh, bless you, and until next week, and yeah, have a great week, and yeah, just, yeah, we love you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, hope to hear great testimonies from what comes out of the introduction of this preach and this series in each one of your lives, where we all start taking victory in the promised land that God has given to us. Thank you. Enjoy your week. Bye-bye.